So, uh, yeah, I haven't seen, I don't know, I don't remember when the last time I was, I shared with EM. So, uh, like Pastor Ken shared, I got married over the summer. So we were going to have a wedding here uh, in June, right? And then, yeah, COVID took care of that, so that didn't happen. And then, so we were going to do it in August, and then July, there was that bump, so... Yeah, didn't happen. Okay, so uh, I don't know if I shared before, uh, but right now I'm actually, uh, during the week, I'm a high school biology teacher at this school. So I don't know how uh, COVID has been affecting uh, you guys, but for us uh, as teachers, at first it was fun, right? The first month was like, yes, we just do this on this computer. We don't have to deal with these kids. But then the second month it started messing with us. I remember a lot of, a lot of students and teachers, our eyes started hurting. We started getting headaches. It was really weird. And then I remember uh, this happened twice already. This happened two days ago where uh, we're just forgetting stuff, and, uh, making bloopers. So uh, two days ago, I was pretty sure I was muted, right? And so I, so I let one rip, right? I just farted, right? And then the mic was on, and they all heard it. And I lost control of the class, and they were all just screaming and yelling. So we're, yeah, from the teacher side, we're getting sick and tired of uh, just talking through TV screens and stuff. And I really feel bad for the youth group because since March, I've been telling them, hey, we'll be back next month. It's, this is going to be over soon. And I've been saying that for like six months. And I feel really bad for them. And, and uh, I'm trying to understand the world from like a 14-year-old kid's perspective because Every month I kept telling them, it's going to get better. And then there was like uh, the fires, there was the protests, there, and I was like, oh, how is this, like, how do I, I felt like I was lying to them, right? Because every month I was like, it's going to get better, don't worry, don't worry, right? And then uh, you look at the stats, if you look at a lot of the stats coming out right now, the unemployment's high, divorce has gone up, there's mental health issues, so... Um, I was like, okay, so I was trying to think of how do I encourage these kids? How do I tell them uh, to keep hope, right? To keep hopeful in this time, all right? So it reminded me of uh, the Israelites after they escaped Egypt and then when they're wandering through the desert. So they're sort of just sort of wandering. They're kind of lost. And I felt like that seems a lot like where we are right now, just kind of wandering through this COVID time wondering when is it gonna be over, right? So today's title, is, today's sermon is Be a Rainmaker, and it's from this verse, Ze Zechariah 10.1. Ask the Lord for rain in the springtime. It is the Lord who sends the thunderstorms. He gives showers of rain to all people and plants of, plants of the field to everyone, all right? So how do we find hope in this time, in this COVID era, all right? So I, I look back to the Israelites and if you look back at Exodus 15 to 17, I'll kind of just summarize it for you. So Moses comes, the Israelites are enslaved in Egypt. He brings the 10 plagues. They defeat uh, Pharaoh, huge victory. They go through the Red Sea, but, and they're, they're, the promise is you're gonna get to the promised land, right? But before that, they're in the desert right? and they're just wandering. And then Exodus 15, the people start grumbling, right? And Exodus 15, 26, this is what it says. Uh, he said, if you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, 
I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. All right, so here's the Israelites, they're in the desert, and they're wandering, and God's saying, hey, I'm with you. I'm on your side, all right? Don't give up, all right? And then Exodus 16, they're grumbling again. They're grumbling about food. And in Exodus 16, 3, they start saying, if only we died back in Egypt. At least we had food, all right? So they're looking back, and they're going, man, wasn't slavery so awesome right there? They're looking back, and they're just, they're giving up on God, right? So how do we find hope in this time of first the uh, first lesson we can learn is remember where you came from, right? Remember your past, remember where you came from, right? So Israelites, they forgot about their past. They forgot about everything God did for them in the past, right? 400 years, they were in slavery in Egypt. They had to make bricks without straw. They were beaten. Uh, they were whipped. They had no freedom, right? And then they forgot. And then Exodus 16, they start saying, oh, is it, can't we go back to that, right? So for the youth group, I was trying to give them this context because, uh, uh, you know, they're 14 years old. They don't have a context. And I was trying to share with them how COVID isn't that bad, all right? And I was trying to convince them, and I was sharing with them. When I was in elementary school, we had this thing in uh, California, and it was called the AIDS epidemic, or right? HIV epidemic. And uh, they didn't know what caused it, right? So all I remember was in elementary school, they told us, don't use public restrooms, because that's as much as they got. They didn't have the information yet. So I still remember this one time in elementary, I really had to use the bathroom, right? I was out in public, I really had to use the bathroom. I tried to hold it in, and I couldn't. So I went to the bathroom, I wiped it, I used it, and I thought I got AIDS, right? So I remember the whole time, the next few weeks, I thought, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. It's, so i trying to encourage them, hey, remember that? Oh, they don't remember that, but I just tell them, hey, we've been through stuff like this before. We can get over it, right? The scientists, they figured out uh, all the uh, medicines and stuff. So we'll get over this. So uh, the Israelites, they're in this dry season spiritually uh, and physically. And then what they need to do is they need to remember, go back, remember where you came from, right? And uh, I like this quote from Isaac Newton. If I have seen further than others, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. Right? So for me, spiritually, if ever I feel down or discouraged, especially by like the church and what's going on, I'm discouraged, I always go back. Remember where you came from. Right? Look back. And I think of how the Christianity came to Korea. Um, there was this, uh, in 1866, there was this missionary called Robert Thomas, and he was like either the first or second missionary to Korea. He was on this ship uh, trading boat called General Sherman, and then uh, the Korean people, they hated outsiders back then a lot. And then they just attacked the ship, right? And they pretty much beat Robert Thomas to death. And he, he just had this Chinese Bible and he just said, Jesus, Jesus, right? And then, while they were beating him to death. And then as tradition goes, um, they say the person who beat him up and killed him, his son actually read the Bible and became like a pastor and stuff, all right? And then uh, I just remember when I was in seminary, uh, there was this journal. Uh, there was these books in Fuller Library, and one was like missionary journals, right? And I, I remember I was bored one day. I didn't want to study, so I was looking through it. And then it had, had these uh, uh, missionaries to Korea right around 1900. And then I still remember this one I read was uh, he, he was in Korea, and he left. He gave up, 
and he went back home. And then his entry was, the Korean men, all they do is drink and gamble, and they're adulterous, and the women do all the work, right? And he gave up, and I was like, did he visit my family? Because that sounds like my grandpa and uncles, right? And I was like, so that was Korea in 1900, right? It was really bad. And then 1907, there was the Pyongyang revival, and then it all changed, right? So whenever I get discouraged about Korean church or what's going on, I just look back. Look how far we came. Look at all the stuff that we went through, right? So how do we uh, find hope in this time of COVID? Look back, right? It might be something in your life, things that God has brought you through, right? And remember, that same God who brought you through all that stuff, he's going to bring you through now, all right? So first step is remember where you came from, all right? Second step, how do we find hope in this time is appreciate what you have, right? So Israel, they didn't appreciate what they had. They had freedom from slavery, but Exodus 16.3, they say, if only we died by the Lord's hands in Egypt, there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted, but you have brought us out into the desert to starve in this entire assembly of death. All right, so they forgot to appreciate what they had. They were complaining, saying, oh, if we could only just go back to slavery. All right, so this is, Symbolic of a lot of us uh, spiritually, how we forget um, what it was like before we knew Christ, right? Before God freed us from our sin. And sometimes we look back and say, oh, if we can only go back to that time, right? And then uh, in this COVID era, I have, I've especially had a new appreciation for a lot of things, right? Especially uh, toilet paper. I have a new appreciation for toilet paper. I remember. For two months, I couldn't buy toilet paper. So I, I went to the Target uh, near my house, and it was for two months, it was just empty. And then I remember I asked one of the ladies who worked there, I was like, if I come at 8 when it opens, can I, do you think there's going to be toilet paper tomorrow? And she said, oh, no, you have to come at 6.30. And I was like, what? She's like, they line up at 6.30, and it's gone in like the first 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, forget it. I'll just, I'll just figure it out. <laughs> so... In this era, COVID, we got to learn how to appreciate what we have. I remember a lot of the students in youth group, they thought they would never say this, but they really missed church. Just coming to church, even though it felt like such a routine, they just missed coming to church, eating some kimbap over there, just talking. They miss it all. And I was like, man, all right? So uh, we need to appreciate what we have right now. So spiritually, uh, Galatians 5 1 says, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. All right, so appreciate what we have. We have this salvation from God. We're free from sin. Right? And not only do we have this salvation, we have this thing called common grace, these gifts that God gives us all, every day, all around us. Right? I, I remember, I like this one uh, story. They say, What did the older. Wait, okay. An older fish swam by a younger fish, and the older fish said to the younger fish, how's the water today, right? And the younger fish said, what's water, right? Because he didn't know he, what water was, that he was wet. So a lot of times we forget there's grace all around us, right? There's every good and, good and gift, gift we have is from God. It's all around us, right? So Acts 17, 25 says, he is not served by human hands as if he need anything. Rather, he himself 
gives everyone life and breath and everything else. So life, breath, every, all these things, it's all grace. It's all around us. All right, so I remember I, I learned this lesson uh, the most to appreciate what you have, to stay positive from uh, this guy named Pastor Ken. I remember he's like the most positive guy I've ever met. And then uh, I remember one time, uh, this is a long time ago, there was this elder at this church, took all the pastors out to lunch, right? It was this fancy, schmancy place, and then he ordered for us, right? Because we didn't know what to get. And then he ordered this thing called beef tartare, all right? And then I remember all the pastors, we ate it. And then we didn't know there was raw liver in it, okay? So we took a bite, we ate it, and we were all like, right? Immediately, I was... I was about to spit it. I was trying so hard to like eat it, right? So, right? And then, but the elder's like, mm, this is good. But we're all like, right? And then I remember he felt the, you know, the mood was weird. So Pastor Ken goes, hey, look at this water. This water's so good, right? And he's like, I don't think this is tap water. I think they filtered it. And then we're like, yeah, water. So good. We're like, oh, yeah. So he just flipped the whole, he flipped the whole mood right at that table in that instant. All right. So second step, how do we stay hopeful in this COVID era? Appreciate what you have. All right. And I like uh, this story of um, Jesus feeding the 5,000 with the five loaves and the two fish. Uh, and they, it wasn't enough food, right? It was 5,000 people. It wasn't enough food. But Jesus takes it and he thanks God for it, right? So I like what this one pastor says. Thank God for what's, whatever you think is too little or what's not enough. Go ahead and thank God for it, all right? Be thankful for what's not enough and just trust that God's going to bring the increase later, all right? So second step, how do we stay hopeful in this time is uh, appreciate what you have, all right? So last step. How do you find hope in this COVID era is don't lose your vision for the future, right? Keep having a positive vision for the future. Exodus 17.3 said, why did you bring us out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst, right? So they are saying, why did you bring us out of Egypt? And they forgot the promised land, right? He's trying to take you here to this promised land, this better place, right? If you just obey and walk by faith, he'll take you there. All right? So they were complaining and they just lost sight of their vision of the future. Right? They lost sight of what God had them uh, planned for them. Right? And you see the whole book of Exodus, Moses is dragging them to the promised land. Right? And they're complaining the whole time. And this is a little secret uh, Korean pastors say. This is what all the Korean pastors told me when I was like a seminary student. He's like, you want to know what it's like being a pastor? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, there's like, Read the book of Exodus. That's what it's like being a pastor, right? People are just complaining all the time, and you're trying to pull them. Come on, let's go, all right? So that's a little secret of my Korean pastor. Okay, so Second uh, Corinthians 4.16 says this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us eternal glory that outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes on not what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal, all right? So we gotta keep having a vision for the future, a positive vision for the future, that this is gonna be temporary, this suffering is gonna be temporary, 
this too's gonna, this COVID era is gonna pass. We don't know when, but it'll pass, all right? Things are gonna get better. And then, uh, then this brings up a question. Okay, so then what do we do in the meantime, right? So we're here in the desert, we're in the COVID era, promised land's over there, right? What do we do here, right in the middle, all right? So I, I've heard this story a lot of times. I don't know who they attribute it to, but this is a story I've heard a lot of pastors share, but uh, it's a story about this American Indian uh, tribe, right? And then they would do this rain dance, right? So whenever there was drought, they would do a rain dance, and they said, for whatever reason, this tribe, whenever they did the rain dance, the rain would come, right? So other people kept, other tribes and stuff were asking them, okay, then what's your secret, right? How come when you, whenever you guys do the rain dance, the rain comes, right? And then their answer was simple. We just keep dancing until it rains, right? That's it, right? So a lot of times, if you want to know the secret of, you know, those prayer warriors who they pray and God always answers, you want to know the secret? They don't stop praying until God answers. That's it. That's the secret, all right? So what's the secret to this American tribe? How come the rain comes every time they dance? It's because they don't stop dancing till the rain comes. So my encouragement to you is to be a rainmaker, right? To say, I'm not going to stop praising God until the rain comes, all right? Because it's going to come. We don't know when, but until that, in that middle spot, we're just going to keep praising God, all right? There's this song called Desert Song by Hillsong, and then it's based on Psalm 22, and it's a beautiful song. And it's just saying the same thing, right? Even where I'm in the desert, I'm going to praise God, right? Even before the victory comes, I'm going to praise, right? So what do we do in that in-between time? We're going to continue to praise God. So I know uh, a lot of, I have fr some friends and coworkers who've uh, been through a lot of stuff with COVID. Some of them have uh, lost family members. But I remember uh, their testimonies were so encouraging that, Throughout the whole thing, right, throughout all the stuff they've been through, they just continue to praise, right? Even though it was really tough, it was really dark, they continue to praise until they got out of that desert, all right? So that's my encouragement to you. How do you stay hopeful through this time? Continue to praise God. Praise God for what he brought us through. Praise God for everything we have right now. And then continue to praise God for all the future blessings that are going to come. All right, let's pray. Dear God, I just pray for uh, everyone in this COVID area time. We're in this desert, and some people are, have been really affected by COVID. Their families have been uh, yeah, really hurt by COVID. And I just pray, Lord, help us to be like these rainmakers who just continue to praise. And we praise you that knowing that the victory is going to come, that the rain is going to come. So our attitude right now, even before we're, even when we're still in the desert, we don't see the rain yet, is we're going to just continue to praise you, Lord. And I just pray for uh, yeah, anyone who's down, who's having a, a mental health issues or whatever, anxiety issues, whatever they're going through, help them to see everything that you've brought them through, everything that you've uh, done in their lives up to this point, everything that they currently have, and help them to have the uh, vision for their future, Lord. And we thank you ahead of time for uh, getting us out of this desert, this COVID era, and help us to just continue to praise you no matter what happens, Lord. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.